This is Tim. This is Jake. And this is episode one of our serial killer podcast about Gar- Gary Ridgway. This Green. is his biography. The Green River Killer. All right. Gary Ridgway was born on February 18th, 1949, in Salt Lake City, Utah. And he was raised near Seattle, Seattle's Pacific Highway, a bare neighborhood near SeaTac Airport. Ridgway was a poor student and had a very low IQ. And he was drafted into the Navy right after high school and served in Vietnam. He was the middle son of Mary Rita Simon and Thomas Newton Ridgway. From an early age, Ridgway was sexually attracted to his mother, and most of his teenage years were normal until age 16, when he led a six-year-old boy into the woods and stabbed him and killed him. He was held a, he held the job painting trucks for 30 years. He was married three times and had a son. He began murdering women in 1982 and was caught in 2001 when a DNA test revealed the match. Ridgway told investigators he killed as many as 75 to 80 women on Route 99 in South King County, Washington. He was convicted and received multiple life sentences when young runaways and prostitutes began disappearing from State Route 99 in South King County, Washington. He brought many of them to his home and strangled them, and then left them in the woodsy remote sites. The first few bodies turned up along the now notorious Green River and now he's dubbed the, new, the Green River Killer. Ridgway eluded the law until 2001 when King County Sheriff Dave Reichart, the first officer assigned to the case in 1982, called a meeting to re-examine evidence using newly developed DNA testing technology. The, al- the analysis produced a match between evidence from the victims of Ridgway and was charged with four counts of aggravated murder in December 2001. Ridgway was abused by his mother when he was one, and when he was young, and uh, the, that believed to cause him to develop antisocial personality disorder. APD is a DSM-5 dis- diagnosis assigned to individuals with happy, happyability and pervasively dis- disregard or violate the rights and considerations of others without remorse. Those with APD often possess a impaired more concise and make decisions driven purely by their own desires without considering the needs or negative effects of the actions of others. Ridgway shows signs of the disorder because he murders people and has no remorse for it. He murdered prostitutes so he could rape them and satisfy his urges for necrophilia. He never considered how the victim's families feel. And Ridgway went on to kill while he eventually pleaded to, to kill 48 counts of murder from the first degree. Alright, this is Tim and Jake, and this is episode two of our serial killer podcast on uh, Gary Ridgway. Okay. Um, Ridgway committed his, his first confirmed serial murders in the 1980s, most of them in 1982 and 1983. He, uh, brought, he was brought in for questioning as a person of interest when the bodies were found. Um, he took a polygraph test twice, once in 1982, once in 1986. He passed both times. Uh, he was a suspect during the time of, of the entire investigation. Um, he came close to being arrested a few times. In 1985, a woman accused him of grabbing her in a chokehold. In 1982, uh, well, yeah, in 1982. In 1983, a witness saw 
victim Marie M. Mavar get into his car in October of 1982, Ted Bundy, who was on death row in Florida at the time, contacted the Green River Task Force and offered um, some of his personal insights on the case so um, he could help um, catch the Green River Killer. Um, he was interviewed a few times, though nothing came useful, um, besides a, a couple more confessions uh, of the murders. The police learned from several pros prostitutes in the Green River Killer's usual area. They, have, they had seen him driving on this trip, which was a route that he usually took to get to work. Um, it was also noted that he had been reported absent from work every on every single occasion that a victim had disappeared. In 1987, the police searched his house and took samples of his hair and saliva because there wasn't enough evidence to make an arrest for him. Okay, Ridgeway's involvement in the investigation. Um, they gave him his nickname was Green River Gary. Um, as the years went by, more more rema more remains of his victims were found. The most recent finding was on December twenty first, um, two thousand ten. In nineteen ninety one, the Green River Task Force was reduced to a single person, Tom Jensen. For a decade afterwards, the case reminded complete, re remained completely doormat. Um, during that time, Ridgeway is only confirmed to have committed a single murder. It wasn't until 2001 that the big break in the case finally came when the murders were investigated. When a task force consisting of 30 people, including forensic scientists and DNA experts, a DNA comparison of his semen was found on the victim's bodies, and samples were taken from Ridgeway in 1987. Um, and he was known to be charged for over 48 murders. This is Tim and Jake, and this is our third episode of the Serial Killer podcast on Gary Ridgway. Uh, police arrested Ridgway when he got off work on November 30th, 2001. On, on December 5th, he was charged with four counts of aggravated first-degree mur murder. Before the start of his trial, Ridgway was charged with three additional counts of murder for the deaths of Wendy Cofield and two others. On November 5th, 2003, Gary Ridgway appeared in a packed courtroom filled with members of his victims' families, and plead guilty to 48 murders, the most ever admitted by a serial killer in the United States. In exchange for, the, in exchange for pleading guilty, he was spared the death penalty. The previous summer, Bridgeway had begun cooperating with police and leading them to a secret uh, burial site. On December 18, 2003, Bridgeway was sentenced to 48 consecutive life terms in prison and fined $480,000 to $10,000 for each victim, according to CNN. Ridgeway's victim count, however, continued to grow and received his 49th life sentence in 2011 after confessing to the 1982 murder of Rebecca Moreno. Marrero. Ridgeway had previously confessed to her murder, but prosecutors couldn't, 
pursue charges due to the lack of evidence. Her remains were discovered by teenagers in 2010. From behind bars, Ridgway has alleged there are even more bodies to be found. In a series of interviews from 2013, Ridgway insisted his true body count was between 75 and 80. He claims if he was able to take investigators to where he buried his victims, they would be able to identify more of their remains. Authorities, however, are skeptical. Kim County, King County Sheriff's Sergeant Katie Larson, who was involved in the investigation, told NBC News everything Ridgway saying we've heard before, time and time and time again. He is currently being held at Washington State Penitentiary in Walla Walla. 